show Podcast Radio. I'm your host, Special Mikey. Along with me, as always, is you do Anthony. What's up, Buttercup? And Super Vegan Brian. Very, very good, Michael. You only got that right after 33 takes. <laughs> well, it was 32, the last one you decided to scrap. I thought yeah, it was exactly. <laughs> but no time for pitter patter, everybody. I want us to get right into what's nerdy with you this week on Christmas week. Mm. Yes, we we had Christmas. And so I think we're going to do a very special one. Everybody gets a, gets a two-parter, but we're uh, but I got to say, Merry, Merry Late Christmas, you guys. I love you all. Merry Christmas to all our listeners. Happy Kwanzaa. Happy Hanukkah. Whatever you celebrate within this winter solstice time, have, a happy, have had a happy one. Have a happy one. And New Year's is coming, so be safe. Yeah. Whatever you, whatever you celebrate, happy that. Yes. There happy we go. That. Even if it's, and if it's anti-life, unhappy anti-life. What? No one gets your dark side joke, Michael. I don't care. <laughs> so, so I don't how are we doing this? Said you said it's a two-parter. What are we sharing? What's, so, what's our- this hey. week we are going to share the, our our normal what's what's the nerdiest thing we did this week, but also we are going to share what's the nerdiest gift you got. And you're in your mind, it could be something really cool that you just nerded out over. So, like, so even if it's just like I got this really cool like ugly Christmas sweater, if you nerded out over it, share it. I, I win. I got a katana. Next. (laughs) (laughs) We'll see about that, Mr. Boone. I can't beat Katana. Um, I I think I can come close. But anyway, Brian, go on since you shared the nerdiest thing you got, which is really freaking cool, by the way. It's very simple. I got a Katana. My best friends chipped in and bought me a cutting blade. It's it's amazing. Sandro and Daniel, thank you very much. It is the best gift I've ever gotten. I can't wait to cut mats with it. It's killing me that I have to wait for my cleaning kit to come in the mail before I can do anything physical with it. So, how long is that mat going to take to get here? I mean, the the kit going to take to get here? Oh, I don't know. It hasn't shipped yet, so we'll see. Oh gosh. Oh gosh. It'll be a bit. That's not bad though. And what's um, the nerdiest thing you did? The nerdiest thing I did this week was discover docudrama podcasts. I did not know about this phenomenon before, and um. First one I started listening to was Welcome to Night Vale, which is amazing. Docudramas? Docudramas. Well, Welcome to Night Vale is not a docudrama. Welcome to Night Vale is straight up fiction. I'm sorry. I'm like, there's a whole list of these, but I only wanted to share the two weirdest ones. Welcome to Night Vale is a radio broadcast for a desert community where all sorts of paranormal things happen and everybody accepts them as normal. And it uses beautiful poetic language and has independent music at the end of every podcast. That sounds really cool. Nice. They're pretty nice. short. They're like 20 to 30 minutes long each, but they're like ridiculously awesome. So, I'll give you a little taste. The glow cloud is over us. The glow cloud is trusting. All hell, the glow cloud. All hell, the glow cloud. It's kind of like Hypnotoad. Ah. Uh, uh, <laughs> do not look into the dog park. Whatever you do, do not look into the dog park. Humans are not allowed in the dog park. Dogs are not allowed in the dog park. Do not stare at the hooded figures in the dog park. <laughs> it it is super creepy. It's great. Um, kind of creepy. That sounds cool. All right, I'm running out of time. So the other really really amazing one is the Black Tapes. The Black Tapes is is a docudrama. I'm getting the term right this time. It is a woman uh, um, named Alex Reagan who's run, who um, she used to have a radio show that was kind of like NPR. Mm-hmm. 
um, the the NPR that can actually use that acronym, not Nerd Podcast Radio. <laughs> uh, they're, the, they're the legal ones. <laughs> yes. Wow, I'm surprised. I'm the one who first made that reference. <laughs> anyway, she was on a show called Pacific Northwest Stories, and um, now she was going to do a two-part uh, podcast on her new podcast. She was going to do a two-part podcast on Paranormal Investigators and then do another two parts on geocaching. But geocaching. she found such interesting stuff in the in the paranormal investigation that she um, decided to stick with it because she met an investigator named Richard Strand. I don't know if anybody's <laughs> ever heard of him before. The name but, sounds um, familiar. He's like a super skeptic. He has these unsolved cases, and they've been going into each one at a time. Oh, I don't know why the name sounds familiar. It's total War of the World style fiction. <laughs> it's really? produced oh, as if it's real, but it's definitely really? not. Really? Because that if name you, did sound familiar. The funny thing about it is if you contact them, they play it off as if it's real, and no one of, no one on staff will tell you that it's fiction. That's pretty cool. But it's very clearly fiction. I mean, they had an episode where they played a sound that kills you after a year, and they played it live on the show. Nice. But it's kind of like if the podcast serial had a whole bunch of paranormal shit happening in the background. Oh, cool. Okay. Yeah. It's it's really awesome. So I used cool. up everybody else's time, so I win. Once no. Again. That, that, that's fair. No. <laughs> so, Michael. Uh, right, two weeks in a row. I don't care. <laughs> what, did you, what did you get and what did you do? Okay. For the nerdy, I, I actually, just, just to say, I got a lot of really cool stuff, but the nerdiest thing I got is I got the talking Chewbacca mask. Yeah, I posted a video of it on the Facebook page. Yes, I, I love that mask. I actually wore it most of yesterday after I got it. So I got that, and I played like around Chewbacca with Chewbacca Mom. Please don't be like Chewbacca Mom. No, 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 no. I'm Chewbacca, Chewbacca Mom is amazing. Don't shame on you for putting down <laughs> <Yeah>. Chewbacca Mom. <laughs> I do like Chewbacca Mom, but I'm not hey, Chewbacca Brian, Mom. Come at me. I am hail Chewbacca Mom. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Chewbacca dad because I had on my my gray cardigan sweater and actually was able to get my glasses to stay on the mask in front uh, on the front of the mask. Oh, I was Chewbacca dad for most of the time. It was great. You did a good job. And, and you know what? I'm still emotionally affected by this, Anthony. Chewbacca mom is an enthusiastic <laughs> lady who got tickled by something she thought was funny. And she shared her joy with the masses. She made people happy. And you're going to ridicule her for 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 laughing and loving something so much that's Dude, against he just, what we that's against what we believe in here <laughs> he nerd shamed her podcast radio nerd podcast radio you know we advocate for the people who are jazzed by things who who get into this pop culture and they get obsessed and they get into it and they get enthusiastic and she puts this thing on she talks and she videotapes herself and she can't stop laughing she can't she she is overwhelmed with joy and yeah, you're going to shame her? Shame on you. Shame on you. She's so talented. Jacques. Nerd shamer. Nerd shamer. <laughs> Wait, my thing this week is I actually did get to go to, we ended up getting to go to Disneyland. I completely geeked out whenever my wife bought me. I, I got a different hat. I got a new hat, but it's not a fedora. I got it at the same shop as the in where they sell the fedora. It's a, a heavy canvas OD green hat with a steel plate of Indiana Jones on it. And I completely nerded out over it. Like I literally walked up to an employee and I said, that shop right there, that's your best shop. I love that shop. You guys have the best hats. And I, I, I kind of nerded out about getting this really nice hat the entire day. And in addendum to that, it was my daughter's first trip there. And I burst into tears when I saw her 
her face when she looked at the Sleeping Beauty castle for the first time. That's that's the good nerdy story right there. The hat yeah, thing I, was meh, whatever, but that was a good one right there. Yeah. So. So yeah, I I, I, lost, I lost I cried when she looked at the castle because she was in awe and wonder. Okay, Anthony, what what what'd you get nerdy and what's nerdy with you? Nah, I kicked him off Skype. <laughs> he doesn't deserve to be on this show. <laughs> Call him back. He needs. He, it's his turn. All right, hold on. All right, Anthony, are you there? Boop, 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 boop. That wouldn't play on the podcast. You're ruining the illusion. We hear it. It wouldn't play on the podcast. <laughs> illusion ruin. The thing I got, the, the nerdy thing I got, was I got a Nightmare Before Christmas pocket watch. Wow. That's nice. Yeah, it's like really cool. literally one of two gifts I actually got because my main gift didn't show up. So, Do you know what it was? I know exactly what it was. I bought it. Oh, was it the, um, where'd you getting yourself scotch? Yeah, it was the scotch and the glasses. Oh, yeah. Okay. I remember now. Yeah. It just never showed up. Oh, goodness. That's so sad. It was supposed to show up the 23rd, but it didn't show up. So I'm hoping it shows up this week. The nerdy thing I did this week is I saw all of Harmon Quest. You watched all of it? Yeah, I watched all of Harmon Quest. You need to watch the last little bit of it because I really like that. It's really good. Armin Quest is good. So far, my favorite scene of the whole thing is... Oh, spoilers, I guess, whatever. Was, you paid me 70 gold to give me a hand job. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh, that's amazing. My favorite part is when he's uh, the minecart starts to roll and he screams, Bone Weevil! Bone Weevil! It's, but it's, not, just, going it's, just it's barely not going moving. that fast. It's just kind of going. Oh, okay. No, you just jump in. Speaking he's of like, Harmon... Did any yeah. of you guys see the new teaser for Rick and Morty season three? They dropped the new no, teaser. No, I didn't see. I didn't see the tease. Did I? I shared it on the Nerd Podcast Radio page. <laughs> I, I might have seen it because I think Is, I know it, I saw you posted it. Was it the line art uh, teaser? It's it's a new line art teaser, but it's got people in the front. It's uh, it was in their nerd, their Adult Swim development show where they do the developer meeting. Oh, okay. oh no, they I put didn't, the phone number on screen that. and the well. At the very end of their meeting, they go, oh, and by the way, and just popped up a teaser, kind of like, <laughs> just out of nowhere. Just like, oh, yeah, hey. Yeah. Nice. I can't wait. I can't wait for that to come back. I, I, I miss want that show. I want it back. I love it. It's a great show. But yeah, for those of you out there who haven't seen Harmon Quest, um, I recommend it. It's really good. It's really good. Who won? Uh, Brian. Brian? Yeah. Yeah, he did. Dude. Um, <laughs> You know, from now since on, I think have, we're going to start voting against you. Since we have two minutes left in, um, it, before we move on to the topic, um, I saw Star Wars. Uh, I heard about that. I Star heard Wars did, one. Actually. Yeah. I ran into everyone Michael and I know at Star Wars, which was really <laughs> interesting. I ran into Wayne and his whole family, which was wild. I saw Sensate Christmas special. The Sensate Christmas special. Really? Yeah. Was that good? It was great. I love that show. <laughs> I love that show. It was great. There was another group orgy scene too, which is always wonderful. Oh, God. so for the you got to have a group orgy scene. Oh, Rogue One was good. We don't have time for me to go into opinions. I'm just giving a list of the things I did. I saw the <laughs> Doctor Who Christmas special last night. Yeah, I didn't see it. I didn't Holy see it crap! Holy crap! I can't wait. Oh, oh! Really knocked my headset off my head with my enthusiasm. Oh my God! Oh yeah. I need to catch up on Doctor Who. I'm kind of. You don't sound like you're enthusiastic, Brian. Oh my god! I can't wait. I can't wait. Oh yes! And I watched the entire first season of the new show that dropped on Netflix, Travelers. 
it's like if you know what that is. It's it's like Quantum Leap, but awesome. Hey, Quantum Leap was awesome. Well, Quantum Leap was <laughs> awesome, but this is new and it's awesome. Can't say Quantum Leap. Yeah, awesome. the baby agrees with me. <laughs> the baby agrees. Qu- Quantum Leap, if it was awesome. Quantum Leap was awesome. Scott Bakula is a gift to mankind. Except on Star Trek. Hey, fuck. I like Except Captain on Star Trek. No, I like Captain Archer. You take that back, good sir. No. That yes. show was awful, man. I liked Star and you know, Trek. It's not my favorite. You know why it was awful? Because we're at Topic Time. It didn't have a no, robot no, 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 no. in the main cast. Yeah. It didn't have a robot in the main cast. So it was That awful. doesn't matter to me at this point. Yep. He was good so, because yep. I played that entire uh, series off. You know what? Shut up. I'm, I'm stealing the top- Shut up and I'm stealing the topic in- intro to you. Today, <laughs> we are talking about, we're doing part two of We Few in the Robot Apocalypse. We are talking about robots in pop culture. Robots! Uh, yeah. Shut the fuck up, Michael. Quantum <laughs> <laughs> Leap episode. That's all I'm saying. Nope. Nope. So I'm going to go first. So we have this big, long list of topics. I'm going to talk about our mascot, Clunky the Robot. Yeah, Clunky. Good old yes. Clunky. Clunky, clunk, clunk. So for those that have asked, Clunky is a little bit of art that I whipped up. It is a shell that is public domain artwork. It is just like a coloring book thing that I found that I've made look all cool with like chrome and, and, and green. And other robot computery yes. things. Yes. Yes, I I can do I can photoshops. Can can you photoshops very well? I, if I so. Now, to give an idea of how we're going to talk about robots in pop culture, I'm going to talk about Clunky in the manner we're going to talk about the other robots. Clunky is a friendly robot, I believe. I mean, he's waving. Um and he likes to dress up for holidays. What he's programmed for. Really? Yes. Now, I heard rumors he's steam powered. No, no, he's he's drawn. He's a drawing. So, he's not powered by anything. Way to kill the dream, Brian. <laughs> Way to kill the dream. Well, you good, sir, are a monster. Michael, why don't you go next? Oh, let's see here. Really, the first robot I can, I, that, like, because you mentioned it, that comes to mind is actually, uh, I'm thinking way too many to, to, to name one. <laughs> move on, move on. Anthony, go. Okay. I got a good one. So, one of my favorite shows to watch of all time is, of course, The Future of Ramas. Futurama. And you can't talk about Futurama without mentioning Bender! Come on. One Fight of the coolest robots of all time. Ass. Oh, he, yeah. He I is. Bender. Destroy Great. all humans! And he destroys absolutely zero humans. You know what <laughs> my favorite my ben, my favorite Bender episode is? I don't know the name of the episode, but I know what happened. Hmm. It made me cry. I mean, I was like bawling on my knees after watching the episode. It was um, the yeah, was episode the where you find out that, oh, God, what's the, what's the bureaucrat's name? Is it Hermes? It's Hermes. Yeah. When Hermes was hit, you find out he was his inspector in Mexico. You're right. I forgot about that. Oh, my gosh. That episode made me bawl my eyes out. I felt so embarrassed when watching it. That's That's so sad. Yeah. When you find out that Bender isn't immortal like other robots. He has no. He has no backup. He basically can't connect to the cloud. Yeah. So he can't be Once put into it. Gone. He's gone. No more Bender. No more Bender. Which makes. I don't know. The episode that made me the most sad was the one with the dog, but that was a pretty sad one too. Yeah, but that didn't have a robot in it. Nope. So we're not talking about that. Well, it did. Bender was in that episode. <clears throat> Bender. Ah. Actually, that is a Bender-centric episode if you think about it, because yes. he was jealous of the dog. Yeah, he was jealous. He didn't want him to come back. He wanted him to burn. 
burning the hells. And then he jumps in the lava and brings out the, the remains anyways. Because he cares for his friend so much. Because first, being a robot that's such a hard ass and thinks he's so tough and always acting like an ass all the time. He's actually really soft. Which goes back to my whole thing of destroy all humans doesn't destroy any humans. He loves a lot of humans, but I don't think he destroyed any humans. You know who else is really good in that show? Give him the clamps. Clamp, bamp, clamps. <laughs> clamps. Clamps. I don't. He, he's technically a bad robot. There's a lot of robots in that show. I always like the robot devil. He's <laughs> <laughs> like the robot devil, too. It would turn the show into a random musical every time he showed up. Yes. I love it when he switched hands with uh, Fry. He's like, take the hands back. They keep touching me in places. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, they'll do that. <laughs> yeah, I like how it was supposed to be a Twilight Zone style twist and Fry like loved the hands. <laughs> <laughs> Give me back my hands. <laughs> what about um, Hedonism Bot? Oh, or Hedonism Bot. Sorry, Hedonism Bot. Oh, oh yeah. yes! <laughs> oh yes! Delicious! Oh he just man! Eats grapes all. That was a really day. good impression, Michael. And he oh. based himself. Yeah, oh, thank you. And he based himself in chocolate. Every or no, not chocolate motor oil. Oh, how scandalous! Oh, scandalous! Anyway, I liked him. There was actually a lot of good robots in that show. Now I think Flexo. About it. Flexo. Oh yeah, his not evil but evil twin. Which I liked him. I, I love how the only difference was like he had a magnetic beard. He had a magnetic beard. Uh, goatee, yeah. actually. Flexo, Flexo, Flexo was the good twin. Yeah, like they're like he's your evil twin. He's crazy. like, no, I'm actually the good one. And I'm like, how could you think that was the evil twin? <laughs> no, no, man, I'm just I'm kidding with you. You're all right. <laughs> no, no, you're all right. You're all right. <laughs> yeah, you're forgetting the best. The best thing they say, which is what? What? New friends are like. It's okay to make new friends, but keep the old. One is silver, but the other is gold. That was one of the lines from that episode when, when they when they showed up. It was great. I loved the soap opera, All My Circuits. Oh, that was good with um, <laughs> Calcutron. With Calculon. Oh, Calculon, uh, yeah. And it, I loved his evil twin. looked nothing like him. <laughs> yep. He's, he's it's just a, just a giant box. square. <laughs> he's just a how giant you, gray square. How do you talk about robots on, on Futurama without mentioning Mom? Oh, yeah, of mom's. Oh, my God. Knows that Antonio will keep her kids. Oh, her kids. And you find out her youngest is freaking Farnsworth's kid. Farnsworth's kid. Uh, That was a really good one. You mean we have to get mom's bra? (laughs) (laughs) I love when he smacks me. He's like, quiet, you. Ah, damn. Get me. Get me a root beer. Michael, you bring up a franchise. Bring up a root beer. I actually just thought, I was actually sitting here racking my head, and I just thought of one of the most underrated, most picked on robots uh, in Adult Swim history. Helper from Venture Brothers. He has laid down his. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. He existed. He has laid down his life and done all kinds of stuff for those people, and they just shit on him. You know, it's because we get a season of Venture Brothers every generation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I liked Helper, though. I thought he was really cool. Eh, it's, there's uh, the one scene where the car uh, the car explodes and Helper's head gets embedded in Brock's chest, and he sends it. He sends the head back after he gets it removed to them. And like, look, we got it. It, it was wrapped in Brock's jacket. And he goes, oh, wow. Here, 
you know, I'm gonna press this button in the Hank. I'm gonna press this button in the back, and you you press both his eyes. Are we gonna like like check his memory and find out where he's been? He goes, hell no. We're doing a hard reset. We're wiping everything. I don't need to pay therapy for a robot. <laughs> <laughs> I love Helper. I love when um, Helper was jealous of the robot after they got rich. Oh, yeah. He was like, every time he looked, he was like, fuck you. Oh, that was a good one. That was a good choice, Michael. That was a really good choice. I'm glad you brought up Venture Brothers. I was just sitting there racking my mind, and I was like, helper. Nobody gives a shit about helper. I'm going to give a shit about help. I got to bring up the great Lance Hendrickson, who played um, Bishop in the Aliens franchise, starting with Aliens. That was, that's a really good one. I I, I liked it. I I liked how they actually did robots in the aliens franchise well and yeah the, like in in futurama you have like the traditional robots the same thing with venture brothers they're like metal yeah. on metal and and then in i think i don't know was alien was alien the first franchise to have organic robots fully organic uh, i think it, i think it was then um, i think it wasn't that did full organic well, well they they had the white Trek blood technically have a robotic wasn't data technically partly robot um, organic? Well, alien would have been much longer before Star Trek: The Next Generation. Oh shit, you're right. I'm gonna, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That it but and at the same time, years. data wasn't fully organic. Um, these guys were like ninety, like almost completely organic. They did have white synthetic tubing in them. I mean, they they didn't have they 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 were, but they were they had that white goo. Which, by the way, in an interview, he said laying there. Having that stuff on him because it was like basically yogurt. He said it smelled oh. terrible and he was stuck like that for hours. Was that the guy who played Ash and Alien or, or Lance Hendrickson? Lance Hendrickson. Yeah. He talked about it. He's like, it smelled horrible. If we're talking about Alien, out of? I want to bring up the other idea of robots from the Alien franchise was like the yogurt. power loader exoskeleton. I loved that thing. Very yeah. ineffective. Yeah. Very, I personally, I mean, it's really cool looking, but it's basically crap. It falls over way too easy. <laughs> <laughs> they have them in real life. They look and just they fall like over. that too. <laughs> and well, they fall over. They're they're not they're not self standing. They have a tether. They're they're tethered to to a power supply. They're not. They don't have their own power supply. Well, that just makes it way harder to fight giant bitch aliens. I, I actually don't think you're right. I I don't think the new the new exoskeletons um fall over. I, I think. I mean, I think they have in the past, but I think the the big giant power loader one that they're using in Japan is like good. The original power loader design that they came out with in the late '90s, early 2000s had a very hard standing problem. Well, I I did mention that they're using it now. This is true. This is true. This is true. But it also could have still been the one that they created back then. Of course, it could, Michael. There's always a chance. <clears throat> so, so, Anthony, what did you want to talk about before I derailed you? Did you guys ever see The Iron Giant? I, I love that did. movie. You, know you never I, saw like, it? In like our first or second episode, I mentioned that I was going to go see it, and I never did. I didn't do it. It's the most Superman movie of all Superman movies, and it doesn't even have Superman in it. You know what? Every uh, I was uh, <laughs> Game Over Greg goes, that's not a Superman movie. He's a robot. It's a Superman movie. Oh, I get the reference. I I still haven't seen it. No, no, it no. That is a really good robot movie. It's very good Man, because yeah, it, it is. It, it it subtly says don't put labels on people. 
it's a good movie because they expected him to be a bad guy and he's like but, and the, at the end oh no i can't you can't you you're supposed to go do your you, no, no you haven't seen it i don't want to spoil no. it for him damn it but but he was a bad guy and he wasn't but he was and the invasion force is coming anyway and the world's gonna end and that's a sad movie you know, watch the end. You will. You you're gonna bitch up more at the end of this movie than you than you did at Superama. Why that a Super malfunctioning Rama. robot dies at the end of the movie and the invasion force still comes? It's a lot more deeper than that, bro. Just, just, uh -huh. just yeah, sure. I'm uh, sure. I'm sure. It's great. Just movie. watch the movie. You'll see what we mean. Uh -huh. Yeah, that's that's a very important robot. I, I like that robot. Have you I seen the movie as adults? As adults? Uh -huh. No, not recently. No. See, this is what you're basing your opinion on. <laughs> <laughs> What's yeah, but most people think it's a good movie, even adults. So I still think it's a good movie, even adults. Well. No, so, actually, no, I take that back. I, I watched it like two years ago. So let's let's actually get to the topic. Describe the robot from the Iron Giant as a robot. What kind of robot was he like? Very classic fifties robot. Okay. Yeah. So you know, um, blocky body. You know, uh, giant like metallic -y legs. Kind of blocky head. Would you say fifties, or would you say like forties or forties serials, thirties sci-fi comics type? Yeah, that sounds a lot more appropriate, actually. Kind of almost like Clunky, to be honest. He's got like a like the, the little look of, similar to Clunky. He looks like he's smiling. He does look like he's smiling a bit. Yes, just a bit, only a bit. He's smiling a bit. Uh. Yes. I am finally calmed down after that Chewbacca bullshit, man. man. <laughs> <laughs> um, he's finally, uh, he's finally breathing. Jeez, Brian, are you holding on there for that long? Yeah, he I hates read a you bunch. Now. I read a bunch of rage comments about that, that lady online and people ridiculing her, and it's like she was a really excited nerdy lady who decided to share her private nerd moment with the public. I mean, seriously, we all have had those private nerd moments and. Saying she's crazy for doing it is very hypocritical. Whoa, 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 whoa. I'm not angry. <laughs> Why are we going on about this? I'm not I'm not mad at her or judging her. Good, I'm it's glad. Just... Next. <laughs> I don't, I don't, why didn't we bring this back up? Because because um because I'm you're, unprofessional. You're all right. <laughs> um, all right, and Michael, your turn. Right? So oh. all right. <clears throat> Helper was kind of like an, an honorable mention because honestly, oh, I don't know what his powers are. Helper's no, I'm going to stick not... with Helper. No, I'm going to stick yeah. with Helper. He's don't a good fucking he, shame. He's a, I don't, don't fucking remember. shame Helper. What, what's wrong with no, you, Michael? I'm Seriously, he's just trying to be a robot on a show. <laughs> I'm not going to shame him. The thing is, I don't know what his power source is. I think he's just standard electric because he does stop the charge a lot. So, but he, um, his name is an acronym for, for something I can't. I can't think of it right now. If you, if one of us could look it up real quick on what the acronym for helper is, because they mentioned it like once, but he's, he's basically, he's got a long cylinder head with like the little clappy jaw and he doesn't actually say words. He just burp, 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 a lot like in a very poly, uh, phonic tone. Yeah. He's, he's a parody. He's a, parody uh, he's a robot. Yeah. He's a, he's a hardcore parody robot. He's got freaking, uh, roll around legs, like off an office chair. Helpful electronic lab partner, robot. Yes, E doesn't stand for anything. Hey, they, that's why it's because every his whole name except for that little E in the right before the R is little. If you actually look at it written out, they like added in for his name. So yeah, he's helper. He's I, I just I hate that he gets shit on so much. 
because he's a, he tried. He actually cares about them really, <laughs> like a great amount, and he yeah, catches on fire a lot. One of the qualities of the robots in Futurama versus Helper is they're basically exactly the same, except the robots in Futurama just talk, where Helper yeah. is. I, I I liked him though, and he wow, you actually repeated my my Helper joke in 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 entirety. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> no, he's. He's a good little robot. There, I, I I do remember there's one time where he he kind of freaks out on Doctor Venture and he eats a bunch of test tube beakers and then he like holds his stomach and then ultimately these two little like flappy panel legs fly out and the bottom his bottom flips up and like the legs the the desk chair uh, roller leg is in the air and he like poops out the the test beakers and they start eating through the floor. And he goes, well, what do you expect's going to happen when you mix acids and bases? And yeah, all, I that. Oh, yeah, it's like season one, I think. And he's, maybe, maybe you should say the entire thing again, and I'll get it. No. <laughs> <laughs> I decided that if you didn't get it the first time, you're going to deal with it. Wow, Michael's growing up. <laughs> uh, anybody yeah, got another franchise? We're, we're forgetting I, the important one, I think. I've, um, I actually just thought of I have Gobots from the eighties. Roby, Robbie the robot. <laughs> oh, from from what from what thing? I mean, he was in everything, and the I've been in specifically, but that's where he started. But yeah. Well, wait. Um, isn't that from uh, Lost in Space? Originally, he was in Forbidden Planet. Yeah, that's what the and really. I don't think the actual robot from Lost in Space was Robbie. I think Robbie came to Lost in Space. To be more oh, okay. specific, because um, robot yeah, from Lost in Space. No, it's a different one. I just double checked. He's, he's, yeah, he's just called like the, the, the robot from Lost in Space was Robot, and then Robbie the robot came to Lost in Space. So Danger War Robinson robot was the robot. The yeah, robot was the robot, and it was and a Robbie, Robbie's like robot. quintessential fifties robot. And yeah, and I think. The rope, the Danger Will Robinson robot was based on that kind of design, where roller legs and like a cylinder and like little corrugated tube arms. Yeah, which I, I have to say, I thought his design was really fun. I he liked was him. A, he was a B nine class M three general utility non theorizing environmental control robot. So specifically, we're talking about the robot from Lost in Space, yeah. where. Let me let me look up Robbie the Robot on Lost in Space because I know Robbie the Robot was in Forbidden Planet. That was like the real thing, and then like he made appearances on Lost in Space and Twilight Zone. Oh wow! Nobody's waiting for me. <laughs> We're waiting with bated breath. <gasps> That's not bated. If I oh wow! Saying. He was in a lot of stuff. He was even in an episode of The Man from Uncle. Really? His head was. Oh. <laughs> his head was oh. used as a. Uh, part of a regeneration a regeneration machine oh uh, he was in an episode of um mork and mindy i think i remember that really yeah he played a character named chuck huh. the robot played a character i am curious do the daleks count as a robot yeah no no they don't they're aliens they're in, in tanks, they're aliens but, in a battle suit yeah they call them robots on the show but they're basically tanks yeah so it's a yeah. battle suit so that do what would you count call the bottle suit that but wouldn't they be like, outside wait, the Daleks? Like, there are the Daleks and then there's what they're it? in. Yeah, you can you can consider a Dalek a cyborg. In it like you, you sort of like you can consider Cyberman 
Cybermen aren't really cyborgs. So you have the Cybermen. They're robots that use that use organic material. Yeah, because they, they've shown that they've shown Cybermen operating without a brain in a Pandorica episode. When they first get to the Pandorica, there's a Cyberman trying to get, I think it's Rory, into a new into the suit because it needs new organic material. As far as Doctor Who goes, I tend to like the Cybermen over the Daleks. I Me think too. they're more menacing characters. I, and the Daleks, every time a Dalek episode comes on, I usually enjoy them, but I roll my eyes a bit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Why? Because it's almost like, see, there's a rumor that they have to have a Dalek episode every season to keep the license. I don't know if that's true. I, I really that, don't that, think it that is. That kind of sounds like bullshit. But it, it feels like, like it because they always jam a Dalek episode in. And I kind of want the Daleks to be like they were in the original show where you don't hear from them for like seasons. And then all of a sudden you have this amazing Dalek episode. So the Daleks are this like they're always big in scope. Their plans are always big in scope. You don't just get them shoehorned into episodes where they get fooled by a cookie. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Don't like how the Cybermen are now where it's like they don't show up a lot. But when they do, shit is going down. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I And I like when they handled the Cybermen the way they did in the in the original serials where they'll be doing one plot and they won't find out it has to do with the Cybermen until the end of the episode. Yeah. Those uh, older it, episodes of Cybermen were really cool because uh, – and, you know, and this goes to a big testament to how great I think personally Doctor Who as like a series is, is they took a lot of like they took a lot of their lack of budget and made a good thing out of it. And they were like, OK, we don't have a lot of budget. We can't do a lot of really cool special effects. So let's make up for it with good storytelling. And, and I, I think that that's really good engineering and very good ingenuity on their part. I think the Cybermen are, are a pinnacle of that. Do do we consider robot suits something that we talk about, like Robotech or Maycross? That's complicated. Yes. Because really, yes. Evangelion, stuff like that. Yes. Mechs? Yeah, I said Rob- when we first announced Battle this episode Tech. that we were going to talk about Mecha. See, I, I, I didn't watch Robotech or read the mangas. I played the game. That oh, and Maycross. Well, it's a Palladium game. I have a whole collection. You lucky bastard. I played I Battletech too. I played Battletech too. Battletech is fun, man. Battletech nice. is not hard to learn and it's really fun to play. You can play it in one-offs. But Battletech is like um, single character. It's like a single character war game where you play one mech or two mechs. And it's, it's like a very scaled down Warhammer where you just have the one character on the board and you play sessions of games nice uh i actually liked the mech warrior series that they uh, game series they did mech warrior 3 was amazing to me well we're gonna talk about is it a video and... game yeah yeah it's a pc uh predominantly i'm actually surprised that anthony hasn't brought up any video games so anthony i know what you're gonna yeah. say so give it some gusto you know since we're talking about max i was gonna bring up code geos actually oh <laughs> i didn't know what you were I gonna say I actually liked their mechs. Their mechs were cool. They were they surfed. The anime was really good. I don't know anything. I, I about like Code Geass. Code you see Code well, it's really Anthony, good. You, you explain it because you're the one that brought it up. Imagine like a weird alternate world. It's Earth, but um, Britain kind of creates this. Um, they they kind of like become this big like super mega empire like they were in the past, but they do it again and they become what's known as the um, Britannia. Yeah, and they conquer the world. And one of the last countries they conquer is Japan. And they section Japan off as a district 
Seven? Eleven? Eleven. Yeah, everything's all separated off into districts. So the main character is actually the Emperor's son, who kind of, through figuring some stuff out, doesn't quite like what his dad's doing and kind of starts a basically like a mini rebellion in Japan to fight against his own dad. But he does it in kind of disguise so that he can still kind of like go to school and be a student and still be like, hey, dad, how you doing? You don't know I'm the leader of this terrorist organization. He's known as Zero. It's basically just like giant mech on mech fighting and the son, the protagonist. So he has this ability that he gets. I I cannot remember for the life of me how he got it. Um, Well, yeah, it's called the Gios. I haven't seen the anime in a long time, but apparently CC gives it to him. He can look at someone and tell them to do something, and they just they have to do it. They're compelled to do his his bidding. So what's it called? Gios. The Gios. That's oh the name of the show, the titular object. Yeah. 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 It's actually a really good anime. Has a very, very sad ending. Oh my gosh, that ending is oh it's pain. I'd probably be fine. Yeah, you, you probably would be. will be fine, Brian. But you should watch the devil. It. It's a good one. But I guess I'll I'll go I'll do the the thing that they wanted me to say and be like, oh, Titanfall Two has robots. <laughs> <laughs> robots, Titan. That's true. So we we well, have talked about Titanfall on the show before. Please describe the robots on that show. Explain the um, That's hard to. It's really hard to do without like specifically just going like game. they're like mechs. <laughs> they're they're mechs. Honestly, <laughs> what's a mech? <clears throat> a mech is a robot like battle suit in which a person controls the robots. Like All right. big guy and rusty. Yeah. In that case, in that case, I'm going to talk about something that's not a movie or okay. a game. Well, it is a game. It is a game. Huh? Okay. Riffs. Oh, good Lord. Now, Riffs is a game that has a lot of hate on it because it's an unbalanced game. Um, but I really love it because there is a battle suit in that game called the Glitter Boy. Where (laughs) it is, well, Rifts is a post-apocalyptic game. So actually finding and using a glitter boy would be like finding magic. Um, (laughs) um, But it, you know how in regular games you have hit points? Yeah. Well, in Palladium games, you have hit points, then you have SDC. SDC is like how much you can handle in a fight before you start getting hurt. Mm. You also have SDC, um, all like you... When you wear armor in Rifts, you add SDC. Like if you're wearing like a combat suit or a crash suit or something, you add a SDC to your body. Well, the way Rifts handles battle max is they add another score called MDC, where okay. the M stands for mega. What? Yeah, where you can only the only thing that could hurt MDC is MDC weapons, like explosive weapons or like. Or like lasers and stuff like that. So if you are a if you are a glitter boy, you're basically unkillable unless the foes have that kind of technology. That's it's one of the reasons why Rifts has such a bad reputation because if the GM doesn't set parameters for the game, you end up with like, I want to play a scientist, I want to play an assassin. Well, I'm playing a glitter boy. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I've heard Glitter Boy. You've talked to me about this before. Yes. Yeah. I brought it up nice. on the show. Sparkly. It's a big, sparkly Deus Ex Machina suit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. 
So we were talking about mech suits, basically. I have to bring up one that, that's really good. It actually, it almost took over my favorite spot for uh, favorite mech suits, but it just barely came a second. The mech suits from Pacific Rim. Uh, the oh, those are, those are robots. <laughs> I mean, seriously. I mean, they're vehicles, but I mean, how do you not describe that as a robot? It's it, it Mecha is robots. Yeah, I, Mecha is robots. The, the mechs from Pacific Rim, I think, were amazing. I, I liked them. And they had they showed how they had several different power sources. Uh, the two that they really talk about are nuclear reactors and conventional ge- electric uh, batteries. Like they or they called them digital uh, Jaegers. And these things were like the all were supposed to be the ultimate show of brutality for that world. I loved them. I thought they I were great. I've seen part of that movie. I don't. I, I actually haven't seen it from beginning to end. But uh, if you get a chance, good. actually sit down and rewatch it because it's really good. And the, the, my one problem is they made the Russians out to be like these like hardcore ass kicking badasses, and then they go down in like five minutes. Yep, <laughs> they go down like bitches, like run away. So, <laughs> so, so Anthony, Anthony has been in the chat trying to get our attention, Michael. Trying to I share noticed something. I ignored him. No, I ignored him. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> Michael. I mean, Anthony. <laughs> Anthony, Anthony, you like you like a series of games and books and tabletop games that have to do with Mecca a lot. You yeah, know, you're like, giving him too much intro. He's going to talk about Dreadnoughts from Warhammer 40K. Go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you killed my beginning. It's no surprise. I'm a huge 40K nerd. And in 40K, for those of you that don't know Warhammer 40,000, they have these robots called the Dreadnoughts. And they're so awesome. Oh, God, they're awesome. It's like when you spend like you spend like three hundred dollars on like a big giant model and you build it. Is that what a dreadnought is? Oh, no, I'm talking about the actual lore dreadnoughts. Oh, fuck. They're cool. OK, so say you're a super awesome space marine soldier. You're like, pew, 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 I'm a space marine. Bow, 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 bow. And then you, you do a lot of pew pewing and you're really fucking good at it. So you rank up and you get promoted and you keep ranking up and you're saving your big old badass champion hero, man. But you die. <gasps> what are they going to do? You were such an important hero and you died. Well, they decide to give you dreadnought honors, which is basically they take your corpse and they put you in this giant dreadnought, which is basically a um, it's basically a giant weaponized coffin. Your mind is kept alive by the dreadnought as your body kind of slowly rots in it. And you control this giant robot that's sole purpose is to deal death and destruction and nothing else. Isn't that what their MOBA game uh, Freeblade is about? Nope, that's Terminators. Now, do they deliberately recruit psychotics or do they or does the programming of the machine alter your brain? Uh, it It's a special honor. You have to be like you have to be promoted into it so not everybody who dies is going to get dreadnought honors um it's only reserved for the very special very very advanced people are the humans in 40k the bad guys uh there are no everybody's the bad guys there's no there's there's really no good or bad guys honestly because war has consumed the the whole of reality (laughs) so it's basically like who's just going to survive longer yeah see i so so in in a way the Skaven are the good guys. <laughs> uh, the Skaven don't even, uh, do even exist in 40k. <laughs> I thought they I did. I think they died in, fi- in fantasy. They, oh. they exist in fantasy. I thought there were Skaven in 40k. I gotta look that up because I don't know if there are. Yeah, 
Yeah, check that out. Well, this is this is what I get for just learning from Wikipedia. <laughs> nope, there's no Skaven 40k. Why are there no Skaven as 40k? Is the first Reddit article that popped up. Yep. All right. Um, <laughs> are so cool. Though. We have three minutes left, and we're bad nerds. We're bad nerds, guys. Well, I can what do we not bring up? We didn't talk <laughs> about the best robots. The best ones. The ones that top the list. Which ones? Droids. Oh, droids. Star Wars. But C-3PO and R2-D2 actually aren't my favorite droids. No, my, my, my new favorite droid was in the movie you haven't seen yet. Yup. Oh, my God. It was amazing. <laughs> I, just from the clips and knowing who plays his voice, K-2SO is already my favorite God, droid. I haven't even amazing. seen the movie Michael, yet. I'll make it better for you. He doesn't play his voice. He plays that robot. No, I know. He does motion capture throughout the oh, entire movie on stilts. So what was the first time? What was now for another robot? What was the first time Alan Tudyk did motion capture for a robot? It was for. um. Oh, I just lost it. No, just tell me. Sonny from iRobot. Oh, yes, he was Sonny. He was really good as Sonny. Uh, I thought, you know what? Everybody shit on that movie. I really liked that movie. iRobot. Everybody shit on that movie. That movie was amazing. I know a lot of people that shit on that movie. Not you guys, obviously. Maybe in your generation. Did you know people who shit on that movie, Anthony? Well, I am in the same generation as... As That's why I'm asking if anybody you know shit, because if you all the people you know shit on it, all the people Michael knows shit on it, then it's obviously your generation, because you're the cross-section I know. It was like mixed match. Like, I know some people that were like, it was great, and I know some people that were like, it wasn't great. So, Do you know anybody who liked it, Michael? I liked it. You guys liked it. I've met... A couple of people when I was like in college or anything, I thought it was really neat, but I've met a lot of people like, man, that was a stupid premise and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, no, that's where we're going. That's why I liked it. All right. We all right. We're not giving something. we're not giving Star Wars enough focus. But um, at it, huh. on Martin Luther King Day, we are scheduled to talk about Star Wars. So, yeah, we could give it more focus then. But what was the name of the droid that Alan Tudyk played? I always have to keep looking it up. K2SO. K2SO. Yeah, and they call him K. God, he was awesome. Shit, I watched. He was really I watched good. a bunch of clips with him, and like, he's a really fun droid. Just from the clips I saw, because like she, just in the one <laughs> clip, he shoots. He she shoots a, an enforcer droid, and he's like, "Did you know that wasn't me?" No, oh. I'm what like, happens it's if we can't get through? What happens if we can't get through? Well, we all die. I, I don't die. It's not. It's not his space. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. The I don't die. I can survive in space. But that wasn't my favorite line. My favorite line was. Um, I'm there for you too. <laughs> no, the best. Clunk. Congratulations. You're being rescued. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I need to see this so bad. <laughs> well, me and my wife did get a gift card to the movie, so we're going to see it very soon. Like, he is just sarcasm, the robot. Like, if you could put sarcasm, the essence of sarcasm, into a droid. He's what you would have. So quick, we have to wrap up, but some quick honorable mentions. Just a quick list of honorable mentions, because we make a. I made a whole list of these. We got Rosie the maid, lover. Yes, her and her vacuums. Yes, her and her vacuums. Way to go, making a joke about something that we talked about before we were recording, Michael. We're not yeah. going to tell you. You know what? You know what? You know what? You know what, listeners? We're not going to explain it. We were talking about Rosie the maid. She has vacuums. Figure Deal it out. With it. Yeah. <laughs> Dirty joke. It was dirty. Vacuums. Dirty vacuums need to clean. The Masturbation jokes are dirty for you. I didn't realize you were Puritan, my Anthony. I wouldn't call I, it. Dirty. I think it is dirty as in she was. She had vacuums. So <laughs> yeah. I think I think you can figure out what the joke was now, listeners. Um, <laughs> um, Wally. 
Oh, why do we not talk about him? I love Wally. I um, we'll have another Zord- Disney episode. The Zords. Real quick. Who, who are your favorite Power Rangers Zords? Like, what, what generation? Oh, was oh the remember? I was, I, I was a long time ago. Mine was the originals. See, um, see, I only watched the originals. That's that's. The, I grew up. I was too old for the Power Rangers when the other shows came. I out. watched. It, I watched it way past the time I was supposed to stop watching it. Like In Space was my favorite run, and there he had. They had their spaceship turned into a Megazord. I thought that was cool. Oh, there. I stopped right on time. <laughs> <laughs> and then I, um, I got Optimus Prime. Yeah, which is really funny because when I was a kid, I liked the GoBots better. And <laughs> then it, it, it when it finally ended, I got into Transformers because it was on. But Transformers got really cool with like the movies and stuff. And I, I'm talking about the animated movies. Oh, I was like, uh, OK, what? you can bullshit on me here. I actually kind of I'm OK with the movies they do now. Well, I liked the first one. I thought the second one went off the deep end. I didn't yep. see the third okay. one. I haven't the seen the one fourth decent. one yet just because. The second one was so bad, and the third one got shit on so bad. I enjoyed the third one. The first one was decent. I kind of want to go back and see the fourth one, because the fifth one, (laughs) the trailer looks pretty good. (laughs) It does. So I need to see the fourth one, because the fifth one seems like like at least a little... Not like I'm not... Pardon me. I'm not going to say it looks like a a gym or anything. It looks decent. It looks like something that could take care of this. So so yeah, I'm going to watch the fourth one so I can see the fifth one, because it looks good. I, I have an honorable mention, and I'm really sad that I didn't bring it up because this is actually a very good robot movie that I really love, and I wish they would make a sequel to it. Adam from uh, Adam from uh, the robot boxing movie from um, oh, Cold I know exactly what you're talking about. Real Steel, Real Steel. Thank you. I wanted to say Cold Steel for some reason. Rock yes, Adam from Robots, Real... the movie. Yes, I <laughs> loved that movie. I, I, I thought it was great. Yeah, I liked it. It took robot. I love robot movies and I love boxing movies and it put them together and I liked it. So I cried at the end. I'm not going to lie. I'm, yes. I'm going to put the hammer down, guys. We're um, three minutes. We're four minutes late on starting the wrap up. So um, listeners, if you want to get in touch with us, you can contact me at brian.nerdpodcastradio at gmail.com. You can also contact Michael at Mike dot nerd podcast radio at gmail.com you can contact anthony by email at <laughs> and um by twitter you can find us at super vegan brian at nerdcaster mike and at nerdcast radio um we are very active on the twitter now so that's a great place to reach us also we're on facebook at nerd podcast radio on facebook you can actually find that easy by typing facebook.com slash nerd podcast radio our listening places are Stitcher, iTunes, and SoundCloud, and we really need your reviews. We don't get many. We know a lot of you listen to us, so please leave a nice review on our iTunes because we want to expand our viewer base, and that would be really nice because it helps. It helps a ton. So we appreciate that greatly if you do that. But if you can't or you don't want to, we still love you. Thank you for listening. And um, that's what I got for that. I am getting good at that. I don't even have that written down. Good. I want some accolades. Give me an attaboy. Now. Attaboy. Yeah. Attaboy. Thank yes, you, my guy. You did so good. I'm so I'm happy for you. Oh, I, I, I bullied Anthony into submission earlier after he nerd shamed that poor woman. We got a few minutes to share stuff. I don't really got anything. I'm so burned out from Christmas that I don't got much. I, I made some I contacted some people to be on the show. I don't remember who. 
<laughs> I, I, I scheduled. Those are going to oh, be yeah, fun. We got, don't we got a big show coming up? We got um in January. Ronan, yeah. Ronan from DIY Odin. Podcast. Odin. Oh, Odin. Odin from DIY Podcast. Uh, DIY. DIY. Prop no. Shop. DIY Prop Shop. I am sorry. Odin. <laughs> I am. Uh, you uh, are burnt out. Let, let me let me do it again. Um, we got Odin from DIY Prop Shop coming up in some week in January. We have them scheduled sometime like the what the first or first, second week in january first or second week yeah yeah i'm not looking at my calendar right now uh, obviously i'm i'm not either i i'm excited about that because he's on the youtube channel ami which is as you all know is one of my favorite youtube channels if you want to talk to me too you can go to the live watch on fridays of supernatural if you go to the supernatural road so far facebook group and you join that there's an event in there that um I lead a bunch of people in watching an episode of Supernatural every Friday. So if you actually want to talk to me, like talk to me, you can do that. You can talk to Brian. I do that every single week. Yeah, so we watched the Christmas special last Friday. A very Winchester Christmas. <laughs> or a very Supernatural Christmas. I call it the Winchester Christmas because I Winchester like it. Christmas? It sounds better to me. They, they need to do a new Christmas special now that they got so, so many people on the show. But, you know. Misha Collins oh probably doesn't want to do it because they'd have to put him on top of a tree. <laughs> <laughs> he spends the entire episode dangling from the top Just of a tree. From a tree. Or, or with a tree shoved up his ass. That's what I was picturing. <laughs> oh, that'd be good. He's an angel. They all have the anatomy for that. They have a little they have a little like thing that lets them be on the top of a tree because they're angels and angels go on top of Christmas trees. Yeah, I love you, man. When God That's made good. angels, he specifically made them to go on top of Christmas trees. It's like that plastic slot. <laughs> <laughs> and it actually is a plastic slot. Yeah, Michael, yeah. are you caught up? Are you caught up with the show? Yeah, I am. No, Michael. No, I gotta watch that. I gotta watch the uh, rest of the season. And I won't make a joke that I was going to make. Yeah, it's it's crazy watching it now that Sam and Dean aren't on it anymore. <laughs> what? <laughs> I know. I was like, whoa. They I'm surprised the characters. ratings are staying up. Yeah, it's so weird. I hate I it too. I, I really do. You guys are dicks. <laughs> I follow them on Twitter. They're still posting from set, you dicks. No, they're not. It's fake. So they, they did that so that they don't spoil it for everyone. You're an idiot. <laughs> You're an idiot. <laughs> you you think that Jensen Ackles and Jared Pilecki scare, care about spoilers? They post spoilers all the time on their Twitter. <laughs> exactly. They don't give a damn. They're they, terrible. They sometimes like live tweet the show, which is something I can't do because um, it takes away from my focus on a show. I have to focus on everything. Oh, did you see the Twitter banter between Jensen Eccles and uh, Jeffrey Dean Morgan whenever he was about to go on Walking Dead? Yes, I have, Michael. And we have discussed it on the podcast before. I don't remember. <laughs> I don't remember that. I was I was sitting here like, uh, Michael, we've talked about this before. For, for those of you who have not heard that episode, it is a back and forth about um, about um, Negan leaving a bat in the car because the the actor who plays Negan on The played Walking John Dead Winchester. played John Winchester. Yep. And he's in hell. Wait, oh my god, headcanon. The world of The Walking Dead is hell. Yes, that's very creative headcanon. Anthony, good job. It's been done before. It's been said before. Has it really? Has it really? I've I've read and I've read people have had a pet cannon about that. Bullshit! I'm calling bullshit because I came up with that right now on the spot. It's Rick's personal hell, and he never woke up from his coma, and the world is normal for him. That's mine, oh. dude. And when he finally dies, 
he wakes up and he's like, oh my God. Oh, and there's Lori and Carl and he's like, oh God, no. Oh God, I have to be with that bitch again. Well, Fuck, see, if, the comic book, if the comic book ends that way, there would be comic book store burnings all over the country. Yeah, people would be pissed. Yeah, there would be. <laughs> Mom, like, Carl's like 27 and he's like, Mom, Dad's awake. See, so you guys caught up on The Walking Dead? I own, I no, I need to watch the winter finale. No. Oh. No, okay, then I'm not gonna. I, I won't spoil anything. So you've all seen the premiere? Yes, my, with, Anthony, with with the in hitting people with a baseball bat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That one. You're no. beating people. Still that. You have Still that. You're, you're still. I behind. know what happens. I know what happens though. So you okay. Well, um, a while back, and I think I mentioned this on the podcast before. I think I'm pulling a Michael, but a while back, um, Kirkman was on at midnight, and it was. A good year before Negan was even on the show, and um, they asked the the category was spoilers of what's going to happen on The Walking Dead, <laughs> <laughs> and Kirkman and everyone was making up funny spoilers. And that's Kirkman a bit said, of a transparency. Kirkman said a character named Negan's going to show up and bash um, bash in um, Glenn's head, <laughs> Glenn's head with a baseball bat named Lucille, and this was long before. Negan was ever on the show, and well, he said what season it was going to happen on. That's hilarious. But like, everybody's like, "No, he's just quoting the comic book because that's what Negan does to Glenn in the comics." And it's like, "Yeah, but he said a season, guys." Yeah, <laughs> I'm surprised they did it at the beginning of the season, though. All right, so um, that's all I got, um, Michael. You wanna you wanna end this thing? I'm not killing us. No, you wanna end this show because. Um, oh, okay. Oh, yes, yes, yes. I should. <laughs> Well, actually, I had a lot of fun talking about robots. We have a few in the robot apocalypse. Oh, oh yeah, we um, uh, we have to thank the the view the listener who. Yes, we do. Yeah. Again, Dylan, thank you so much for this topic. We actually talked about it. We talked about most of the robots we liked. We didn't get to all of them because I'm there's just a plethora of them within sci-fi and fantasy and everything that we just we love so much. So there will probably be uh, part two to part two. I'm sure of it. And we will always talk about them more. Thank you for this topic. We had a really good time and you guys had a good time with you today. Had a lot of fun. I have to say this. And as, as always, thank you for for listening to nerd podcast radio. I almost said watch again. Thank you for listening to nerd podcast radio. I've been your host, special Mikey along with Hindu Anthony Bye, everyone. and super vegan, Brian. Bye guys. Thank you. This has been Nerd Podcast Radio, and as always, stay nerdy, stay informed, and stay awesome. Stay awesome. <laughs> stay stay awesome. On. Goodbye. Thanks for listening to our nerd show.